Hello, my name is Sean Prover, and I'm here with Marley Morrow. Welcome to Abnormal Psych. Today we're going over the fact that everything we were taught turned out to be a lie. Yeah, I have a hundred thousand dollars in <laughs> student loans, right? A hundred thousand dollars. And I'm looking at these facts, right? In every major study that we're taught in psychology. One by one, like, there's so many things that they don't teach you that make these studies, like, not reliable. And it just blows my mind that we have degrees and they were teaching us this. Yeah, you know, we, I, got, I guess we've gone over before kind of the nature of change in science and that sometimes things are wrong. But, geez, the amount... The amount of of incorrect things when you really look at them, these twisted versions of these stories, it's uh, which is the basis of psychology as we like teach it in school. We were talking last time about the issue with replication and this major issue in science that all of these studies that we've built educations out of have turned out to to be false um, or at least at this point where we're incapable of replicating uh, them and <laughs> kidding we're deep in the studios um, so as we go through this list you'll see that that exact issue I think that a lot of it has to do with when you're a researcher your whole like reputation and your your whole like career is based off of having these studies that have results that people find interesting or you know that you can talk about. So like when people have these studies, they want to find things. And even if they think that they're being fair, a lot of times they are doing things or overlooking factors that would influence the the end results. So one of the major studies that I remember learning about is the Stanford Prison Experiment. When we're taught this story, it's about how like the dynamics of having somebody be like the prisoner and somebody be the guard, they kind of like change their personalities and they get into these like cult like roles. And you know, this is taught even though it wouldn't be done now. And apparently there's evidence that its subjects knew what they wanted, what the researchers wanted, and played up their roles. So one participant straight up admitted to putting on a performance. So we're still teaching these studies to kids because they're interesting and it's what people want to learn when you're learning psychology. Like the, these are the things that you you don't want boring yeah, it studies. It sounds sensational yeah. for sure. They're, they have this whole prison. Exactly. They have this whole thing. But it's true. They, they told the prisoners to be unruly. They told the guards to be uh, a, a little authoritative. Yeah. So you, you really don't, you don't have much there other than a, I guess a, a school play, an unscripted exactly. kind of school play that occurred. They just want to prove that basically being a a police officer, having this like superior role, like makes people change and makes people be violent or, or whatever. And I think more than anything, 
you see people maybe that have more of that authoritarian kind of personality that want to be police officers instead of it like changing you by being in this role no it's that certain kinds of people are more likely to be criminals and certain kind of people are more likely to be cops and it is like based off of personality in some respects certain types of people are more likely to get involved in the experiment Exactly. People at Stanford. Not everybody can go to Stanford. There was one boy who, do you remember, he seemed like he was very messed up for a long time. That he he was dealing with a a lot of issues for a while. I can imagine if you're on the other side and you were one of those officers (laughs) that was acting, you know, a bit harsh, that you would maybe play up. That somebody told you to do it, yeah, yeah, rather than take responsibility for it, but but who knows? I think that's a a great example of an experiment that we'll never see anything like it. No. I guess that that's the promise of reality television to me. Like when you have Survivor, when you have the Mole, all those exactly. kind of weird shows. That's almost that was almost that next le- that was the continuation of this exactly. genre of research it's like um confirmation bias people want to believe that cops or, or people in authority are um, somehow turned evil by these positions so like people in power the power gets to them or is it that the person who has this personality flaw is the one willing to do anything to become this position another interesting um, experiment that they talk about is the bystander effect so where um, when there's a lot of people around people are are less likely to help and this is taught you know like oh in the cities that's why people are so mean because you know so many people are like oh someone else will help you and in the country that's where everyone's so nice nothing ever bad happens everybody will help you there (laughs) but it turns out that um in this study where they pretend that somebody's being murdered and all these people supposedly witness it, um, only six people out of the 38 that they said saw the whole thing, only six of those people actually saw what was happening. So it's more of like maybe in a busy city, more people are distracted, so they're less likely to see what happened. So out of these 38 people, like most of them didn't even see what was happening and there's always screaming you know there's always noises exactly and people scream all the time and you can't just like run over to somebody because they're screaming there's even such a large population of homeless people in new york city for instance i I lived in queens and brooklyn at different points and it was not uncommon for somebody to be screaming their head off <laughs> yeah, exactly. about this or that. Sometimes it was it might be on drugs. Or, yeah, it, it it could be about anything. But I was almost relieved to have read this. I, I remember hearing something about this not being a tr- that true with, with Kitty Genovese, but. I remember feeling kind of bad because uh, I, I believe it was in Queens. Yeah, you're like, <laughs> it oh, well, that, that's where the jerks are. Yeah, you know, it was it was not not a great feeling, and you know, you expect better of exactly. your neighborhood. And I guess like two out of the six people who did see it called nine one one, 
And then there were others Yeah, that other who, people actually even called. Yeah, exactly. And then there were other people who didn't call because they were afraid to call the police. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's the sad truth, though, <laughs> of just there are a lot of communities that won't call the police. Yeah. No matter what. And you never and, know, like, what somebody's going through. And you assume, like, oh, this person just, like, doesn't care about what happened. Instead, of, maybe something bad happened and they're just totally distracted. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the idea that two people did call, I remember hearing about it and just thinking, you know, they describe it that they were almost in a stadium. Yeah. And, and this poor woman is is getting uh, murdered right in the middle and everybody was completely, uh, completely fine with it. So then uh, something that you learn a lot about uh, in neurology and, and you know any kind of the, oh yeah this is my favorite the training, which is as you go through the list it's just shocking how every major it's study. every single one of them <laughs> so Phineas Gage was a railroad worker and he became famous because a piece of iron went into his eye uh, one day and from there doctors were supposedly able to figure out what kind of behaviors arise when certain parts of the brain are damaged. So that that was kind of the the And his like personality there. like supposedly completely changed. Like he was this super nice guy, then he gets this rod through his head and it takes out the nice part and <clears throat> He's just this mean guy afterwards. Nice clean cut. It's weird to even say it back and think that something like that was taught to, to all of us at a, at a certain point. As clear as day that this ridiculous idea that you can conclude anything based on the rod kind of going in. But then, yeah, he became um, a raging alcoholic. You could imagine that Having no eye in a big, a lot of stars. And he probably can't work after this. He has brain damage. He's disfigured. He was, you know, his life had been completely ruined. So they're saying that it's not that his personality changed because this happened and, you know, it affected his brain, but more of like this event changing his life in a negative way led him to being an alcoholic, which then led to him being... A jerk, basically. Yeah. Yeah, I guess you hear a lot about... Uh, you, there are a few stories like that. And in, a, in a lot of ways, it's not that different than kind of the description of lobotomies. Uh, typically, in kind of the rationale that it cuts off your thinking. Or, <laughs> yeah. Um, a pass on. Have you ever heard the theory that if you force yourself to smile, that it makes you happier i have i have i've heard this like I've done recently yeah. i've heard this recently and supposedly it only works seven percent of the time so they're telling everybody just make yourself smile and you'll feel better well maybe if you're like seven percent of the people so is it seven yeah seven percent of the population maybe and this or? is after 50 years worth of data okay so they did like a meta-analysis of all these studies and they got 7% of the time it worked. So maybe these people would have just been happier in general. It takes a, a more positive mindset to try to improve your That's state. 
I think if you're the type of person that would try to smile to become happier, yeah, you might be up here. I, it's tough. Yeah, I how are they even measuring how happy? Yeah, that's they are. what I would like to know. Really, what what was really that's the a big thing with psychology? It's like how are we measuring it? Is it a self uh, evaluation? Very easily be right on a scale of one to ten. How happy you are? Smile. Now, and power smile. posing. <laughs> that's pretty much goes into power posing. Yeah, it does. which is not real either supposedly it said that it does increase feelings of what dominance but not sometimes dominance wasn't helpful yeah. in a specific scenario so it's kind of kind of weird i guess it depends i guess it's on called what a power doing. pose so if you want to feel empowered and dominant <laughs> That's one of those things. I, I think there could be some truth. Yeah, I mean, if you're feeling... It depends on what scenario you're going into. But it yeah. seems like if dominance was an important... Dominance is always very fact. important for most people. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I think in business, it's it's all about that. You really see those moves of people spreading out. You know, you put your, your wallet... If you ever see Trump, if he goes somewhere... He'll put his cup three or four feet ahead of him, put his notebook a few feet. He kind of really, yeah. If he sits down at a desk in like a business meeting, he's he taking, doesn't even want that shit even close to. He's taking up a quarter. He's he's annexing tableland with it. But um, you see a lot of it with CEOs <laughs> of these kind of these kind of psychological games where they try to. Trying to impact people's actual uh, state uh, with different kind of behaviors, different kind of presentations. What about the Milgram experiment? So that's the yeah. number one. Um, so this is where some doctor or researcher was telling the participant to electrocute somebody <laughs> who gets like an answer wrong. So every time they got something wrong, they have to give them like, more and more of a charge. And they were supposedly trying to see like how far people would go. Yeah, this was the explanation for Nazis, right? Like at the time, yeah. it was trying to see like how could, how could a population, and yeah, I think they were even kind of racist overtones of it, of kind of like how could a white population yeah, exactly. uh, do, do something barbaric like this and... You had to make this whole line of really inconsequential nonsense research uh, about that. And here you have a, a lab. It kind of came out that a lot of these people realized that, like you said, that that uh, that they weren't actually harming somebody. Well, they knew it was a research study. So mm -hmm. what's more likely that this is part of it and it's like a fake thing or yeah. that they're really killing somebody yeah. in this research experiment yeah and then this gets generalized in a way that it's so important that we have to tell everybody about it forever that this explains that when authority is you know looking good in its lab coat and sounding official uh, humans resort back to their animal nature <laughs> you know they're, they're just completely controllable when in reality, it doesn't seem to always be the case. And this certainly wasn't, wasn't the best evidence for it. So I think this is a good lesson for people to think about in general. Is like, when people do things, do you really know the cause of it? Or maybe something else is going on? We still 
like psychology, you know, we're still very passionate you about psychology and make, make some new studies. Yeah, we just believe that people should have the knowledge that's out there and be able to make their own decisions and not be biased because they don't tell you this yeah. when they teach you these studies. So speaking of kind of suspect research, did you hear about like the Soviet Union was actually investing a ton of money into telepathy research? I think it's real. I guess people are studying the wrong thing. I think things and sometimes like Natalie will say them like so often. And I'm like, how? Like, it's totally random, yeah. too. And then she'll, like, think it, too. They kind of link up. I know that uh, Kelsey, my wife, is a twin. And she and her sister feel like they have this kind of mental connection that they would know something happened. And they said that they both agree that it's gotten worse as the years have gone by. But for like four to five huh. years, they were basically like the same person. Wow. <laughs> and then gradually. I guess it's like the more you're apart. Yeah. So did you see uh, what happened with Will Smith? Yes. So for those who mustn't even be alive. <laughs> for, the, for those who are When I first saw it, I thought it was fake. Like, I thought it was, like, a stage thing. Because he swaggered up there. He, the walk was the fresh prince. <laughs> like, he had the, he had the arm tucked with the and right arm. And the guy saw him swing. coming. Chris Rock saw him coming. He leaned in and said, what's up? You know? Yeah. And it wasn't even that big of a joke. Like, she just said she didn't care. And, I, I mean, it's not fun, funny to joke about, like, medical conditions. But, like, saying G.I. Jane, like, yeah. Demi Moore was, like, a sex symbol mm-hmm. during that movie. Yeah, she looked great. So, I don't really think that's, like, a, a negative comment. Like, that's a very, like, G-rated comment. Yeah, yeah, they're definitely a lot more insulting. And, like, that's what the host does. They, they kind of yeah. jab I feel at like the there's been way more inappropriate comments made that I've seen, like, on all of the the award shows, Eminem and Christina Aguilera, yeah, <laughs> so many, yeah, for sure. But it, it kind of it it kind of begs the question of like why are so many people in society so so happy for it? you? Saw his family. Uh, I think Jaden said, "Yeah, that's how we do it," and yeah, everybody kind of comes to the fence. But Chris Rock is, is nearly 60 years old. <laughs> and he's, he's a little dude, you know? Yeah. To just slap somebody like that for saying At least anything. he didn't punch him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, the, the control. In my there. mind, Will Smith has had a hard, like, couple months. He's obviously, like, going through something. So I've done things when I've had like mental breakdowns yeah. that I wouldn't want people to judge like my whole character based off of that so I think we can't be like too harsh not to say that it's not wrong to like hit people but the guy's just like you know showing that he's human you know yeah. he's he's going through something yeah for sure and his guys don't know how is... to like express themselves instead of yelling at this guy or like communicating 
he goes to violence. Instead of saying something to Jada. Yeah. Or, or, or expressing that anger. Yeah, you kind of take it out. Because if you watch the video, he was laughing at the joke. And Jada looked disturbed by it. Did she? Is yeah. that what happened? But I think that Will actually, you can watch it, like Will actually laughed a little. And then he stormed up there. I thought it was a punch when I first saw it, but yeah, it was just. Well, he's got big old hands, yeah, so I'm sure it hurt. Will Smith just slapped the shit out of me. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a great line. I feel like Chris Roth took it classy. You though. can see he was about to say something and he stopped. He's like, and then he kind of goes back and like says that line about the Oscars yeah. or like the greatest night. Like, yeah, he definitely held it together. Because he probably understands that he's going through something too. Like, not that it's okay, but. Yeah, I would need some. I would need some Aladdin swag. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I need something uh, to make that right. Aladdin. So, uh, did you hear that Trump asked Putin to release info on Hunter Biden's business oh, deals? So, I get that um it's funny to be like a troll like you know i get it and sometimes even though i'm like disturbed i do find donald trump funny yeah but this is like he's killing so many people he's bombing women and children like there's no there's no like way that you can talk to this guy and like be friendly with this guy when he's doing this. This is like being friends with Hitler. Like, he's killing lots of people. Yeah, yeah, to, to kind of... Like you said, there's there's a value to trolling, and, and we could appreciate it. But when there's an active war going on where so many people are dying, and the consequences are as high as, as possible, with, with Russia having nuclear bombs... Biden got in a little trouble the other day for saying, like, Putin has to go. Because mm-hmm. the idea that this man has to go is terrifying. It is hard to imagine, like, this exactly. getting back to normal. And it doesn't mean that the U.S. is going to, like, go to war with Russia, but we need to find a way to get Putin out of power. Like, that is a reality for the world. No, I'm sure that... We don't have uh, the numbers on it, but I'm sure there are a lot of Russians who are not very happy right now. And not just your average Joe who's now struggling because of all all these tariffs, but the most important people Mm -hmm. in society who really could care less about Ukraine. If you think Roman Abramovich, when he's watching Chelsea (laughs) Football Club, gives a damn about what happens in Ukraine... Um, you know, it's wrong. Uh, and I think a lot of the people that have power are probably pretty upset about this whole scenario and seem to have a, a much friendlier relationship with the West. These guys all do a lot of business in the West and seem to spend more time in the West than actually in Russia. So I would be shocked if they had the same fears that Putin seems to of 
NATO bases being surrounding and Ukraine being part of NATO. It would be hard to imagine that the people that have the most wealth in Russia, with so much time spent in the West, have that same kind of feeling. So it's very possible that Russia does something. The Russian people. And, or yeah, the, I hope and, they do. And take it. Um, you know, that might be the best case scenario. Because the idea of him being taken out in a Saddam Hussein kind of style, he might have the nuclear codes, you know. Mm-hmm. You, you would hope that the people who worked under would say, no, I refuse to, to press the button, but... They haven't so far. Yeah. And yeah. look at all the soldiers, like, doing all this. I keep seeing stories about people getting raped and horrible things happening to the Ukrainian people by the Russian soldiers. Yeah. So it's not just Putin. It is Putin and all these people who are listening to him. Just like with the Nazis, all the people got, you know, had their day in trial. Yeah, think, think about from a propaganda standpoint how they have those crematoriums, those mobile crematoriums that... You don't have that aesthetic of body bags coming back home. Mm-hmm. That everybody's just, oh, they're missing right now. Or, you know, we don't have great radio and communication with the outside. You'll hear from your loved one in a few months. There are probably thousands of people who are dead, who their family have no clue. Yep. And I was seeing a story mm-hmm. this morning about this guy saying his wife was still dead in the car that they got shot in. He's in the hospital, and they can't get her out of the car because the Russian people or soldiers are shooting at them. So they can't even get people when they know where they are. Yeah. yeah so it's they're in this traumatic situation that uh, a whole generation is going And a lot into. of them are, like, Catholic, too. So imagine, like... Knowing your loved one is like rotting basically in your car. Yeah. And eventually somebody's going to have to get these people. Like they can't just let them be there. And it's going to be a mess. Yeah. For for a while they weren't even doing these kind of death, death exchanges. They were just kind of ha- having it rot. But uh, yeah, it's very hard to know what people in Russia are actually thinking right now or what, what they know. But like you said, there are obviously a lot of people who are, are complicit with it and, and are going away. And maybe that's what they were trying to explain in the, in the Milgram study. <laughs> now, do you want to get into what just happened in Florida with um, DeSantis's bill? Not particularly. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know anything really about it? Like, <clears throat> is it like if if a teacher were homosexual, would he be able to say my husband, like my husband, or the something thing is like that? that? It's so vague. Like the okay. the wording of it is so vague. So it's basically that under like first grade or something or second, I don't know, something like that. Under that grade. Um, you can't talk about gay stuff at all. So they banned like a cartoon where a character 
Is it like would have parents to be a, like it's, it's to be determined by the state. So gotcha. th- they've made it so like it's vague a- that like each state can decide what it needs. But it's not just so it's kids under like elementary school. You can't talk about it at all. And then above that, it has to be like age appropriate. So, I mean, that's also very vague and up for interpretation. So, you know, like what is appropriate for what age? When is it appropriate to learn about different sexualities or different genders? Yeah, yeah. they have like Gallup. I don't know how accurate these are, but they're saying that like about 6% of the population is gay, but then they're giving 23%. I think it depends on what kind of gay you mean. Like, if you're talking about, like, gay men, maybe, like, 6% of guys. Yeah. I think it's less for women. And then for, like, open, different kinds of sexuality, like, bisexuality, like, what is it, the poly... No, pansexual. Yeah, like the the whole Kinsey scale. Yeah, of, so of, I think there's like a larger percent of people like that. Like maybe like twenty percent, maybe the twenty three percent is that. Yeah, it looks like a you know there are some people say ten, some people say it's it's less. NPR was saying yeah. that. And I people keep saying that, like it's so stupid that conservatives think this what they're trying to do is not make it easier for those gay people or like people with different like gender identities but they're also don't want people who are going to end up being like straight or you know like gender conforming to even experiment because they could like if you see your favorite like disney star is transgender Maybe you would experiment, even if you're going to end up being straight. It is a possibility. You feel a little bit more comfortable. I think it's completely possible. That's why so many gay people who are extremely gay try being, like, straight early on. Because it does influence you. Now, eventually people are going to be what they are. I think it's more about experimenting than it is, like, you're going to be who you are. And, yeah, like, you're, you're... you know, situations and what you experience is going to dictate that to some degree. But if you're a straight, straight person, you're probably not going to end up gay just because, like, someone talks about it or they teach you about it in in sex ed. You read a book once that the dad was gay, the dad's But nowadays also, like, they're fighting to let kids have hormones early on. So if you're experimenting and you think you're trans and maybe you change your mind later and you did go through hormones, I can see like how that could be something to worry Obviously about. Obviously a genetic experience if that were exactly. the case. And that but, does appear to be the case in some situations, exactly. but not all of them. But at the same time, like how many people are going to be hurt by not allowing them to be themselves? Like, how many people are going to die from suicide or, or whatever because they're not able to even talk about their lifestyle or, like, they're not even allowed to learn about other people who yeah. are like them. Like, hormones, I think, have a little bit more of, like, a, a debate. But, like, to allow them to learn about these things, I don't think is bad. Yeah, you know, you hear... I, I don't know about everybody, but if you just think about your own family... There's probably going to at least be one or two gay people within it. 
the idea that you wouldn't be able to give any information to something that's pretty commonplace. Exactly, in because America, somebody could be offended. Like, know, that's not freedom of speech at all. A book was put in, into a question because the, uh, a character's parents were two, they had two dads. And that was that was considered the gay propaganda, but it's just like if you made a movie that was of any group that's six to ten percent of of the country, yep. you know that's not that's not their propaganda. It really depends on the the messaging uh, of it. So, and that was kind of uh, the the big debate. I saw um, a funny statistic on that was that there were actually like 52% of Democrats who supported the bill uh, in their kind of general Florida voting. So it it shows kind of society, yeah. The Christian Democrats. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) maybe. And yeah, I guess you just, you get misinformation about what's actually on it you hear these stories well, about yeah literally you know they, um that they're teaching i heard on fox news and I, I, it was fox news or, or you know, something like that i don't uh, you know, <laughs> but but they were saying that five-year-olds were being taught about lube yeah which is ridiculous <laughs> And you know what, to to go on that point, I just visited my grandma who's in her 70s and she only learns about news through social media, okay? And she watches a little bit of like local news, but she was showing me all this. I was listening to her watch videos on Facebook, like the craziest stuff. And she thinks that this bill is about you know, the sex education and not having it be in sex education. I'm sorry, but uh, First grader does not get sex education. I didn't get sex education mm-hmm. until puberty. Yeah, like I think puberty. It was in fifth grade, we had a mild version, and then in sixth grade, we had like yeah, a little exactly. bit more. So they started to teach you about it when you start going through like those changes in puberty. So these kids are not even being taught any of this. So just being able to like maybe have books with like different kinds of family dynamics and stuff like that. That's what people are upset about because they don't want kids to have an option. They want them to... They want kids to pick being a straight heterosexual couple because... It's the only option. Yeah, they don't want them to know there's other options. Yeah, yeah. That's just the reality. Just like when they're teaching you about going to college, they didn't make it seem like there's other options. They try to, like, guide you into what they want you to do because that makes them more money in the long run or yeah. whatever. Yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, kind of. And like you said, it's a, a sad feeling to imagine that somebody would have those feelings and no way to articulate them. Yep. And that seems like what you're almost guaranteeing. <clears throat> mm-hmm. that, that if you completely take away that education, if somebody's closed off, that you're going to end up at a point where people are going to be developing feelings and really have no clue yep. what that feeling is. Only, you know, maybe what they hear from their parents or religion or, or something like that. And, um, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if it, if it caused more more harm. I hadn't even really considered that uh, that aspect of it. Yeah, it's like... 
is there innocent people who get locked up? Yes. But do we want to let all the murderers out because we could lock somebody up? Like, that's the kind of, you know, calculation that you have to make with this kind of thing. Plus, like, this is America. We're supposed to be free. And what, we're allowed to have hate speech. But if you talk about, like, gender identity, that's crossing the line. Or you talk about how black people have been held back historically well you know what i'm sorry that it hurts your feelings but it's the truth was it ohio that made the law about um transgender swimmers for like four people probably like one of the states that (laughs) that signed the legislation that legislation affected four people that's the thing, like, like you're making laws for four people. That's got to hurt. Many, how Can many people are you hurting in the process? At least four. <laughs> At least four, and then probably then some, you know, with them related. It's, um, <laughs> it's not, not as prevalent. I, I was pretty surprised when, when I had heard that number about Ohio, that you actually make a law for four people. Um, that's, that's symbolism, I think uh, a lot of times the laughter Democrats gets accused of of doing things yeah. symbolically, but conservatives are just as they're worse as good. on yeah, everything. No. Everything they they say that a Democrat does, they do worse. <laughs> and that you know when you're yeah when you're doing a a whole law, uh, that's a lot of work uh, for four people just uh, just trying to play a sport. All right, so I think that's everything you need to know uh, for, for the week. Thank you for joining us, and we'll see you next time.